0: I do not subscribe to Team No Sleep, but I do get that there are moments and times when you are kind of burning the candle at both ends for the sake of a specific project or task. With that said, that shouldn't be your everything, and you should be rewarding yourself by reflecting on what you did really well, what were some of the things that could have been improved on, and then celebrating, because it's no point in reflecting if you're not going to celebrate. Welcome back to the Balanced Bowly podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I am Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify your intimacy within all of your relationships. And you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work, life, and love. You guys know my personal mission for this and every episode of the Balanced Only Podcast is to serve you with the tools you need for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work and life, over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome, and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. Welcome to season sixteen. Selfish September. For those of you who are new to the Balanced Bowly podcast family, we've been covering September because it's my new year. It's the time of year that I start everything over fresh, anew, and renewed as a selfish time. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with me altogether, selfishness has been redefined. For me, you need to be intentionally selfish. By being intentionally selfish and taking care of you, you can fill yourself up. So you can do the greater, deepest, deeper, selfless work you have out there in the world to do, and you can't do it authentically and in integrity if you are constantly drained, empty, and at the bottom. So you gotta take that time intentionally to carve out and do whatever it is you need to do to give yourself permission to pause, so you can have every tool and resource energetically, financially, mentally. Physically, spiritually, and emotionally, that you need to propel in your work life and in your love. So, that means your business and career goals are tied to you taking the time out that you need to be intentionally selfish. So, what I do every year for these Selfish September episodes is it's just me and you. It's me and you. I always have phenomenal guests throughout the year, typically, you know, five, six, seven episodes per season of every specific season that we do where we interview these guests from all over the world, from all different backgrounds, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, careerpreneurs who are analytical creatives doing their thing through their profession and their passion projects, whoever they are in the world. We have these phenomenal interviews where people show up and pull the curtain back and let you get a look at the behind the scenes of their life, their love, and of course and their business because that's what we do here at Balance Boldly. But during Selfish September, it's literally me just being selfish. I have already filled up and I'm here to pour out so that you can take this time just between you and I in the most intimate way that we can do over, you know, radio waves or podcast waves so that you can get every single tool you need to do just something deeper, better, greater and serve higher in your own life. So for all of September, just look forward to each and single, each, every episode being kind of a mini version of what we do. So this won't take a lot of time and we'll get right to all of the rants and the great things that I think I have to say so that you can, you know, take something from it and move and grow forward in all that you do in your life. Today, I specifically wanted to follow up what I've had as a phenomenal summer. As I'm recording this, we're literally just days away from September, so this is a very fresh episode, and I have just returned to work just a couple of days ago from my six-week annual self-lovecation that I do every year. Every year, for the last maybe five and a half, six years of my eight years as a full-time entrepreneur... I have been carving out somewhere between four and six weeks. With the last three summers being a full, integral six weeks just for self-lovecation. So what that means for me has kind of changed with every summer. Like I've, I've spread and divided my time up in different ways, um, especially since I've committed to the full six weeks over the last few years um, of that time altogether. And what that has done for me and shown up in the world for me has been me growing in leaps and bounds personally, spiritually, emotionally, and professionally. Um I have to say that I am at the top of my A game in a way that I haven't been since I had all that new fresh meat enthusiasm as a new entrepreneur when I was, you know, just unaware <laughs> of how many pariahs and such were out there just waiting to tear down and take over all of the great things that you thought you had to contribute to the world. And honestly, Uh, it literally was a part of the process that I needed to do to get to the grit of who I am because I had been covering it um, and masking it for some time, just feeling like other people wouldn't be able to handle all of me. Um, I've been told for a very long time, I have a lot of energy, I smile a lot, I'm very talkative, as clearly you can see. It's the whole reason I have a podcast, right? I'm really talkative and I have a lot to give and to share because I'm constantly learning. I'm always learning. So I'm always filling up and I always want to pour out from my overflow. And I've always been told, "Uh, Nikita, you too much. You can just be too much. You got to tone it down. Calm down. You know, can you bring that down a little bit? I've been told in various ways um, that it was just too much for people. Now, obviously, some of those people were just not the people. But some of the even really good people were just like, you have so much energy. I question whether or not it's authentic because you're always – you know, happy and joyful and go lucky. And the reality is I'm not always happy and joyful and go lucky, right? But that doesn't mean that I have to give you all of what I'm feeling in the moment, especially if we're in a professional meeting space or a networking space or, you know, at church or we're meeting over lunch or you're meeting me for the first time. You don't necessarily need to know that my grandbaby was just in a, a hospital for a sickle cell episode. Like you don't necessarily need to know that. You don't know me. You don't even care, right? Right. So what I need to give you is all of the good energy that I can at that moment, as long as I have enough for myself in reserve, which if I've been intentionally selfish and in taking care of me to the best of my ability, I will always have. So I give you a taste of the best so you don't have to deal with the nonsense of the rest that you really don't care about. Because let's be clear, most people that you're meeting for the first time, especially in a professional and or informal capacity, don't need to know your life story. And if you're on a stage and you're there to share your story, your testament to motivate, inspire and empower people, then so be it. Um, if you're given a training or facilitating or you know, you're know you in a small intimate circle where that is the nature in an organic way where it makes sense, then of course, even over one-to-one you know, tea or coffee, sure. But most people don't really care to have that. And the last thing they want is to walk into a room and be drained all of the go through that you might be growing through at that time, right? Um, So I'm really careful with people and mindful to use my discernment to, you know, decide whether or not I'm going to take the time to explain all of that, you know, even in a a more succinct, you know, 10 second version of that. Some people just, you know, they don't care. They're just looking for something negative. They're trying to find something inauthentic about you because they have their own trust issues. Um, And some people really just want to know, like, hey, how can I be? Down, Like, how can I do more of that? How can I show up in my best self, even when I'm not feeling my best? Right. And you'll hear later on in the season, because I, you know, I'm really organized as much as I can possibly be. So I try to batch the interviews. I've already done some of the fall and early 2020 interviews for you guys already. So you will hear going forward into October, November and so on. So and so. Uh, so forth is what I was trying to say um, about, you know, preparing for your better days and things that you can do. But today, I really just wanted to share with you about, you know, the reason that I decided to break my own box and, you know, the expectations that were set up for me as an entrepreneur thinking you had to work, you know, eight days a week out of the seven that exists from sunup to sundown. And it does not mean that I have not done that. It does not mean that I have not had days, weeks, projects that were tied to it, auditing that was coming up. Um, You know, I overextended myself with overcommitments to myself or others. So I felt from a space of integrity that I had to do what I said I was going to do and, you know, grind it myself out to the core, you know, team no sleep and all that that I don't subscribe to. I do not subscribe to team no sleep. But I do get that there are moments and times when you are kind of burning the candle at both ends for the sake of a specific project or task. With that said, that shouldn't be your everything. And you should be rewarding yourself by reflecting on what you did really well. What were some of the things that could have been improved on and then celebrating? Because it's no point in reflecting if you're not going to celebrate. And that's a huge part of what I just wanted to take a couple of minutes and talk to you guys about today, if you will bear with me and listen, uh, because I feel like it's really crucial to understand that there's gonna be a lot of people out there, including the early Nikitas, because earlier on in my entrepreneurial career, earlier on in my profession as a clinician and you know a therapist, psychotherapist who was doing a lot of great work around trauma and relationship management and balance and all that stuff that I did in a quote unquote, you know, more traditional capacity, I had three, four, and five jobs at one time while working on master's, while working on doctorate, while pushing out babies, while burying babies. I've had a lot of miscarriages over my time. We, my husband and I have had stillbirths. Like we've dealt with some stuff all while working multiple jobs and trying to maintain a family and being in ministry and maintaining all the various hats that we have. And I thought that that's what you were supposed to do, that that's how you had to do things and it just was what it was, and it wasn't just because we wanted to have a certain lifestyle that was a component of it. Don't let me be a liar; it was a part of it. I definitely did not want our family living in a one bedroom you know spot with uh you know seven inch seven foot ceilings or anything that we had to creep down and get into. We wanted a certain lifestyle, but even in that lifestyle, it wasn't you know mansions and you know five thousand plus square feet houses or anything like that, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But that isn't, wasn't even what we were trying to do. We were just trying to do more and have greater opportunities for our kids than we felt we had ourselves. And both of us coming from very different lifestyles. But I still thought that working to the grind, teen no sleep, early mornings, late nights as a regular thing was what I had to be. And I brought that over, that mindset over with me to... Uh, Be it, you know, my entrepreneurship to to becoming an entrepreneur, I brought that with me because that's what I knew. And the things that I started to, you know, break free of weren't that in the beginning. It definitely was grind, 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 hustle, 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 and very little flow. I had very little flow uh, coming into things. And my body was sacrificed for that. The autoimmune that I had was, I'm sure, exacerbated. Because of that, it's genetic. It was going to, you know, be there, whatever. But it didn't necessarily have to come to the surface. And I think because of all of that um, imbalance, I had with my cortisol levels and everything else, because of the stress that I was putting on myself, and some of it was good stress, good opportunities coming in bunches and batches, and me not taking anything else off the plate to make room for that, or even preparing to make room for the very thing that I said that I wanted more of. I just put that more on top of what I already had. Without delegating and disseminating and removing and deleting some of the things that no longer were serving me at the time, so what I decided to do, after playing with it and tweaking with, you know, three or four weeks here, but still kind of, sort of working and all of that, still kind of having work days, just being off the grid from social media, um, it's a few years ago after really coming to a a sort of spiritual crisis of like, listen, you are pulling away from what really matters from for you. You have to to do things differently, I disconnected. Uh, six weeks, I contacted the closest people to me, you know, obviously my husband and uh, my children and a, a few sister friends and sisters and extended, you know, what I call my forever my forever family that's non-blood, but forever family. I let them all know, like, I'm gonna be off the grid. If you need anything urgent, go through my husband. Don't contact me basically unless someone dies. And even then, it's nothing I can do at the funeral, right? Like, I was so serious because that was the the thin... Airspace that I was in at the time, a few years back, and I realized that as a balance and relationship advisor, the number one in the world, and I say that with the confidence and humbleness that I'm grateful for being that and having that that totem space of a title, um, it meant nothing when I myself was was becoming out of alignment. Right, like I was out of alignment uh, for lots of reasons, and I just had to get back to the vine. I had to reconnect in a tighter way. I had always been. Uh, you know, following in the right path that I thought I was. I was praying, I was prayer, worshiping, interceding on behalf of other people, volunteering, doing the philanthropic work that I could do in a small way based on the budget that we had at the time, but I was still doing it. I was doing all that technically I needed to do and it wasn't enough because I was out of alignment. So when I decided to do the self location it wasn't so other people could be like, oh, wow, you take, you know, six weeks off. Like, how do you do that? Because I will be honest, people, a lot of people gave me slack about that. They were like, what? You're an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. You're taking six weeks off. Like, how are you going to do that? Oh, you must have money. Oh, you must. No, we didn't have money. We didn't. I mean, you know, we were able to contribute. Our business was was moving. Uh, It wasn't in as high of a flow as I would have liked it to be, right? Because of the greater impact in the role that I want to create. But we were doing something. And technically, if you look at paper, I should have been working, you know, the entrepreneurship and another job to make sure that we could sustain the lifestyle that we had just, you know, got accustomed to and we kind of lost it with all of the debt that we ensued because of the shift into entrepreneurship and not having, you know, enough support and counselors and advisors and coaches and things around us at the time, which if I could roll back, those are one of the things that I would have changed. Um, And a lot of people were confused. And then people got on board and said, wow, like, that is so awesome. Like, I, you know, hope that I can do uh, self-lovecation, even if it's only for a few weeks at a time. I just can't imagine, you know, having that kind of schedule and, and doing that. And although we'll talk later about choices, I had to remind myself that many of the people that were coming to me, that were showing my showing me who they were, were really irritated that although in our friendship and our professional Uh, collegiateness, if you will, they celebrated the fact that they had someone in their circle who taught boundaries, who understood boundaries, who valued boundaries. That was moi. They were really excited about that until their access was limited because of me taking care of myself. And I say that so that you guys know that there will be people who are close to you, blood and non-blood, professional and, you know, friend that will show their truest selves when you limit their access Because you are filling up your own cup, especially when it's more than a few hours or a few days. Try it. If You don't believe me? Try it. Try going off the grid. Now, disconnecting from social media is one thing. You can pretty much put up a disclaimer, which I do, and just disappear. For the most part, people get used to it and they're okay because a lot of people are disconnecting for these little social media sabbaticals here and there. But try actually doing that for a significant amount of time where you basically don't talk to anyone except for potentially like your inner, inner circle, as in the people you live with and that you have caregiving responsibilities for. You you try that. Just try it. And see who shows up with text messages, emails, phone calls of, you know, hey, trying to get in touch with you to, and it, it'll extend and their language will change to like, hey, what's up? I've been calling you. I'm texting you. Why aren't, you, why aren't you responding? Since when do you do that? Oh, you changing. Like they'll start to tell on themselves in their own language the more, you know, the more and more you decide to stay away from the communication and you don't respond. And this could include the very people that you said, like, hey, I'm gonna be off the grid. I'm gonna be off the grid for X amount of time. And these are the only reasons I wanna be contacted, whether that's zero reasons or, you know, those one or two extreme extenuating circumstances. And people will really show who they are. And my circle went from, and I'm not talking about my, my precious, precious inner circle, but what I would have considered my pressure, my professional circle of fr- pro friends, as I call them professional friends, um, that might've been, I don't know, I'll just say a dozen off the top of my head, you know, give or take or feel to probably three, like that's over the last few summers, I've realized that there's about three professional level friends that are like I would actually invite to my house out of the dozen that I would have invited to my house right that really respect the boundary celebrate the boundary and not just when we're in front of other people so they can say like hey this is my balance chick or this is you know the woman that knows all about boundaries and intimacy and all that kind of good stuff right um and it was phenomenal for me to see it was very revealing and I was grateful for the opportunity for you know, literally for God to show me who I was dealing with. Now, those other people, did I cut them off? No, I just put them in their their place. I gave them the position that they deserved to, to have versus some of the access that I was allowing prior to that. I realized that they didn't deserve, nor were they worthy of some of the extra access that I was giving when they really didn't respect. They just wanted, they didn't really care about me taking care of myself. They just wanted me to be healthy enough to be available to them they could really care less about my wholeness so that was what i wanted to share with you today is just being mindful to take care of yourself because if you really give yourself permission to pause you can propel your business career in magnificent ways my my business has tripled in the last few years and we have a long way to go people don't make me make any assumptions we've definitely had rough spots in our life and our finances and other stuff because of the nature of entrepreneurship while you're still in this space of growing. But we are nowhere near where we were before. And a lot of that changed when I limited access to me, even for just that time to heal, to be whole, to fill myself up, and ultimately to be intentionally selfish. Um, So I could really take that time for me. So as we wrap up, I would like to invite you all to go to the website uh, com and get on the waitlist for what we have coming out. We're about to do another round of the Joy Map method, which I'm excited about. It's 100 Days to Thrive. It's our breakthrough system. We've been doing it for a while now and we've tweaked it and revamped it and added some great commentary and some additional training sessions and micro courses that People who were a part of the original cohorts has suggested, and we've just basically taken the feedback and made it better, better, and better. So we're not open yet. We'll be open um, for, you know, enrollment, so to speak, in probably about a month. But for right now, join the waitlist because those on the waitlist not only will you be the first to be notified, but you'll be the first to have access to significant savings on your investment, which we're excited to offer um, for the, you know, the first day. That will literally only be on the first day when we open, and then the investment cost will go back up to its value, right? Like the value is magnificent because we're saying a hundred days to thrive in your work, life, and love. And with this Joy Map method, we are giving you the blueprint for everything that you need to propel. And we're talking about the intimacy of your relationships. If you're not in one, we're making sure that you have everything you need to get intimate with yourself, so that you can attract the greater love to you right like it's not just about you know finding anybody we want to make sure that you're attracting the right people to you and if you're already in the relationship we want to make sure that you can ignite those fires reignite those fires make them burn brighter again for yourself first as well as for other people um that you're you have in your life or your partners get that sex life right like we're dealing with all of it so you can have room to really enjoy the process of your entrepreneurship and your entrepreneurial leadership. So we'll tell you more about that. Just go to the website, join the wait list, make sure you subscribe to it so that you get the first notification to be notified about it. Outside of that, I was thrilled that you showed up here. I'm always thrilled that you're here to listen in and tune in. So make sure that if you like what you heard, Subscribe, rate, and share to help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave women and men out there have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. If you need to connect with me, make sure it's at Ask Nikita on IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever your heart's desire. But in the interim, I just want you to go, create your balance, create your joy, and remember to do it boldly. Thank you for listening.